Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. The COVID-19 pandemic has claimed more than 720,000 lives in the United States to date. In terms of sheer numbers, it's become the deadliest event in U.S. history, surpassing the 1918 influenza epidemic and multiple wars. As shocking as this number is, it doesn't capture the full scope of COVID-related casualties. Since the summer surge began in early August, due mostly to the Delta variant, COVID-19 has overwhelmed hospitals and ICUs across the country. The federal government's latest data show Georgia and Alabama are still at nearly 100% of their intensive care unit capacity, while Texas hovers at more than 90% ICU capacity. Idaho is at 96%. This type of surge has forced many facilities to go on diversion, leaving few resources for non-COVID emergencies. For the article this episode is based on, HowStuffWorks spoke with Dr. Don Delzell, Vice President of Northeast Georgia Health System. He described the situation as pretty dire, saying, you just get to the point where you can't physically take care of more people. So what happens when hospitals are so full? Some may go on what's called diversion. Diversion describes a situation when ambulance drivers are asked to avoid taking patients to a specific hospital. Under normal circumstances, paramedics are supposed to drive straight to the nearest hospital or emergency facility. But when a diversion notice is in place, they may have to break that rule. Hospitals go on diversion when they have more patients than beds. Doctors working under such circumstances will usually try to outsource their patients' care to another hospital, if possible, in hopes of getting them treated sooner. During a news conference in August of 2021, Dr. Robert Jansen, chief medical officer for Grady Health System in Atlanta, explained, A diversion doesn't mean you can't come. It's our way of communicating to the ambulances that we're full, but we never turn anyone down. Hospital diversion is rare, but not unprecedented. It remains controversial in many states and is never an option that medical facilities invoke lightly. Before COVID-19, diversions mainly occurred because of mechanical issues like power outages or flooding at hospitals. While overcrowding from a single disease has been historically very uncommon, it has happened. For example, hospitals in New York City diverted ambulances during the height of the AIDS epidemic. But diversions on the scale of the current COVID-19 wave are practically unheard of. Overcrowded hospitals are forced to put patients wherever they can, often on hallway stretchers or in overflow tents. But in a packed ICU, patients may have to wait hours for a staffed bed to open up. In severe cases, a few hours can be the difference between life and death. Since July of 2021, COVID cases and hospitalizations in the U.S. have skyrocketed. The Delta variant is partly to blame, along with waning vaccination rates and relaxed mask and indoor gathering policies. More than 90% of patients hospitalized with COVID-19 are unvaccinated, and the small handful of fully vaccinated COVID-19 hospitalizations are nearly all patients with multiple comorbidities. During the latest wave, hospitals in states with low vaccination rates have been pushed to the brink. In a press briefing, Dr. James Shamia, chief operating officer at the University of Tennessee Medical Center, said, Right now, 70% of our ICU beds house patients who are on a ventilator or breathing machine, 
And when we didn't have this amount of COVID, it was 36%. In Georgia, only about 13% of ICU beds statewide remain unoccupied. As of September 22nd, only about 130 individual ICU beds were available in Kentucky. In August, Alabama ran out of ICU beds entirely. HowStuffWorks also spoke with Dr. Mark Mardson, the chief medical officer for Ascension St. Thomas Hospital in Nashville, Tennessee. He said, we just don't really have the resources and the staff to be able to handle these unlimited numbers of patients. Every hospital in the city essentially has been on almost continuous diversion for the last several weeks. When every hospital is on diversion, it means that, effectively, none of them are. Unfortunately, folks still need urgent care outside of COVID-19. On top of the virus, doctors must contend with the usual number of strokes, heart attacks, car accidents, and other emergencies. With too few beds to go around, these patients might not receive the care they need in time. In late July, a 12-year-old boy nearly died when his appendix burst while waiting for more than six hours in a Florida emergency room. And in August, U.S. Army veteran Daniel Wilkinson did die of gallstone pancreatitis, a treatable issue, while his Texas doctors scrambled to find him a bed. It's been 18 months since the coronavirus pandemic hit the U.S. Doctors, nurses, and hospital staff around the country have been working tirelessly, putting their own lives on the line in order to save others. Now, many are physically and emotionally exhausted. Martin said, Everybody's tired. Everybody's sad because so many people are dying. So much of this is preventable, which is frustrating to healthcare providers. Today's episode is based on the article, Is Your Hospital Diverting Ambulances Because of COVID-19? on HowStuffWorks.com, written by Joanna Thompson. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio in partnership with HowStuffWorks.com and is produced by Tyler Klang. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.